Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. to 
look at the, the pattern that Jesus gave us in verse 1 of chapter 17 of the Gospel of John. Jesus spoke these things, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, Father, the hour has come. And this is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Uh, his relationship with the Father was intimate. And that's what he wants ours to be, intimate. Not one of a, a formality. Oh, Heavenly Father, thou art God of the universe. We don't need to, to, to uh, memorize some, some rope prayer. We need to go to him just like he is the intimate person that he is. And he's the one who has created us. He's the one who has rebirthed us. He's the one who has put us into his kingdom. He's the one who has uh, put the, the spirit of God in us. And we are the ones who want to realize that a wall of petition was split from top to bottom. And we no longer have to have someone to go in uh, to the Holy of Holies for us. We go into the Holy of Holies for ourselves and we say, you know, Father, Father. So whatever you have need of, it doesn't matter. It's the relationship you have, and that's what God wants. I don't know any, any parent who, who wants a formal relationship with their child. They want an intimate relationship with their child. And that's what God the Father wants. And so we see that when Jesus says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you. Even as you gave him authority over all flesh, that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify together. Glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world began. In verse 11, he says, I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world, and I come to you, Holy Father. He's a Holy Father. Father is holy. And Jesus says, he recognizes he's holy. He, he says, Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. In verse 21, it says, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. Verse 20, 24, Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory, which you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. O oh, righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you. And these have known you that you sent me. And I have made your name known to them. The, 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 you, can, you can 
you can tell in this prayer of Jesus that he has an intimate relationship. It's not a formal relationship. It's an intimate relationship. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Let's go there. Uh, and, and, and it tells us something there that you say, well, that's, that's, that, that was Jesus. That's good. But that's because he's God. He has that relationship. He was with them before the foundation of the world. But um, we, we have to develop this relationship. And it says in verse 14, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. This is Romans chapter 8, verse 14, verse 15. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons. By which we crowd our Father. Now, this adoption is not like the adoption of, let's say, uh, uh, that we know about adoption. It's not like, well, we have other parents, and therefore, but we have now Father God. He has adopted us, but He's still not our our Father. He's not our biological parent. But when we are born again. We are born of the Spirit of God, and therefore we are placed in adoption. It's a different type of adoption. We are actually sons of Almighty God. That's who we are, sons and daughters of Almighty God. And we can cry, Abba, Father. And and, and it's it's that that, um, intimacy that he he put there, Abba, uh, which is Aramaic. And it's like Daddy. It's like the Daddy God, Father. Father. And it says the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, we are heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, we may also be glorified with him. God doesn't uh, put us in a, in a different category uh, when we are born into the kingdom of God. Uh, he doesn't put us in a different category as just, well, well, you know, you are, you know, you 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 you're human, so uh, don't don't expect to get too close to me, because after all, I'm in heaven and you on earth. No, he expects us to be as close as close can be. That's what he wants. So I I really think that that we all need this type of uh, this exhortation, because if 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 we if we really don't. I think it hinders our prayers. And we have a, a, a month or 20 days of prayer and fasting. We started last Sunday. Uh, then a lot of times people don't want to pray. There's so many people who are reluctant to pray, and in particular pray out loud. Uh, and particularly they don't want anybody to hear them because they don't think they pray good enough. Really? Uh, and they say, well, I don't know enough to pray about. I don't know enough words. I don't know enough scripture to pray about. I don't, I don't know. How many, well, suppose your, your child came and you said, well, you know, I don't want to talk to you because I don't, I don't know enough to say. Know enough to say? We have a relationship. 
No, we have a relationship. You just talk to me. Just talk to me. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to talk to him. You talk anyway. He knows what's on your mind anyway before you even think about what's on your mind. He already knows what's there. And so all we have to do is just relate that to him, you know, regardless of what it is. And I tell people, I say, well, you know, if, if you don't, if, if you don't like being in the word of God, tell God, God, I just don't like to read the word. <laughs> Excuse me. And, and do you think he, he knows that anyway? Sure he knows it anyway because you don't read it. He knows it. And even if you read it and, and, and don't like what you're doing, he knows you're reading it for the wrong reason. And so tell him. Tell him. Say, God, God, I don't like reading this Bible, but help me. Help me, God. And that's a good prayer. That's a good prayer. It's a realistic prayer. No need to lie about it. <laughs> right? Because people ask you all the time, how, how's your devotional life? Well, well, yeah. I, need to be, I need to be more diligent, you know. Well, well, to tell God. And that's what God wants you to do, to come to him for help. You know, uh, one of the words, the word that came forth this morning was, by the Spirit of God, he's here. Uh, and, and he's been given as a, a, as a helper, and he wants to lead us unto all truth. Well, how is he going to lead us? How is he going to lead us if he don't want to be led? And that's what I, I like to do is, as a spirit, spirit of God, help me, Holy Spirit, help me. I, I just, you know, this fasting is treacherous. Help me, you know, help me. Is, is that a good prayer? I mean, if it's real, right? If it's real, tell him. Do you think he'll help you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what, that's what God wants us to do is be real with him. And, and, and I, just like he wants to be your best friend. What does Jesus call us? A friend. A friend. He wants us to be that with him because he's not holding anything back from us. He's revealing things to us. So that's what I want. I want that type of relationship. And I didn't know it existed at one time. Had no clue this relationship existed. You know, because I thought going to church was you go to church and, you know, you hear the preacher talk about God. He knew about God. And maybe some of the older people knew about God. That's about it, you know. Um, And you didn't know nothing about God. So if you want to know something about God, you had to ask somebody about God. Well, see, that's not the way it is. That's not the way it is at all. And then once I came into Christianity, and Minerva was in Christianity before I was, and then I found out, oh, okay, he says he wishes that me and everywhere would lift holy hands and pray. Well, ooh. Uh, well, we never wanted to pray together. And I'm, I know I'm supposed to pray together with her. But I said, well, I, said, well, I don't want to pray with Minerva because if I pray with her, oh, she's going to, oh, man, she's going to pick at me. She's going to know how bad I am. 
But she doesn't care. Do you know that someone loves you, doesn't care where you are in the Lord as long as you are going somewhere? Right? They, they, they don't care. And so I learned, you know, I said, well, I'll just, you pray, and I'll, 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 I'll just be in agreement with you. You know, you know how that, that's spiritual, you know. That's real spiritual, you know. Uh, but then she wanted to force me to pray. Well, you pray. You pray. You're the head of the house. You pray. God, help us. Amen. You know, <laughs> short, you know, short prayer, short prayer, you know. Uh, but, but see, you, you, you have to start realizing that God helped me to, to learn to pray. I need to learn to pray. And so that's what he, get, he gives us in, in, in what we're doing now is that, okay, there are people who need help in that. Just like I needed help and still need help in areas, then we can help each other. We're not going to look down on each other. We're going to help each other in this thing. So when I said, well, come to Thursday night prayer, I don't want you not to come because, well, if I come to Thursday night prayer, they're going to pray out loud. And if I just sit there and be quiet, then somebody's going to wonder why don't I pray out loud. Don't no one care whether you pray out loud or whether you don't. They don't pray, care whether you stand, whether you sit, whether you kneel. They don't care. Uh, do, do y'all care? Nobody care? Nobody care? Just come and, and be a part. Do what what. what I do a lot. Just hey, comments. I'm gonna be in agreement with everybody. I'll be in agreement, and just go with it. That's all you had to do. Because it's important when the body comes together to pray. Let's look at it from another scripture. Uh, let's look at the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 23. Let's look down. Now, in this verse, he says, In that day, you will not question me about anything. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask the Father for anything in my name, he will give it to you. Now, it's not a license, because anything we ask in the name of Jesus, then we know that we have to have a relationship and understand what Jesus stands for, what he wants, and all those type of things. But he's telling us that, that, look, I want you to ask the Father. Ask the Father. Ask the Father in my name, and he'll give it to you because he loves you. He loves you. God wants us to come to him. Jesus wants us to go to the, the Father. Now, it also says in in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 14, let's go there. It says, an interesting thing, it says that if you ask me anything in my name, I would do it. Uh, so, it said, well, I thought he said, ask the Father anything in my name, I'll do it. And he says, if you ask me anything in my name, I'll do it. Well, I, I, I really believe that 
as we have different things that Jesus tells us, he's trying to get us out of a uh, uh, type of a, a pattern thing. Like the Pharisees will have a pattern, and they, they will want to stick to this pattern because sometimes uh, you don't have time enough to say a whole lot of stuff. You just have to say, Jesus, that's it. He said, well, oh, wait a minute. I got to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, you might, me, I might not have time. Have you ever been in a, in a, in a, in a, in a situation and you, you, you figure your car is getting ready to hit something if, if God doesn't do something, right? You don't have time. Father, in the name of Jesus, stop this car. You better say, Jesus, you know, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's why I was at the, at, the, at the traffic light. I looked at my river mirror, and this car was coming, and it wasn't stopping. I said, Jesus, that's all. Is that, is that good enough? That's all. That's all I need. Yeah. We don't need no, come on, no pattern for this thing. So we, we, he wants us to have that type of relationship. Now, um, let's go to number two. That was number one. Intimacy, 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 intimacy. Number two is that there is a pattern. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) I'll tell you in a few minutes (coughs) uh, how to pray for me. But uh, here's uh, number two. It's very important. Because in, 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 in the principles of prayer and a pattern for prayer, it's very important that, that we look at what Jesus says. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. Let's look there. And it, it's a, this is a good place here. It was starting in verse 5. He says, when you pray, when you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites. For they stand, they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that, so that they may be seen by men. Now, here's a principle of prayer because we're talking about prayer principles and a prayer pattern. Here's a principle. You don't want your reason for praying to be seen by people or be, to be noticed by people or, you're not, or not to try to impress people. That's not important. Because if you try to be impressive to people, if you want to be noticed by people, you have your reward in full, in full. Because that's why you, you, you were doing it. So if you come to Thursday night prayer, you say, well, I'm coming to Thursday night prayer because I want, I want the pastor to know I'm spiritual. Well, you have your reward in full because you're coming so that I will think you're spiritual. No. You want to come because you want to be a part of the body and pray for the needs of the uh, 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 of the the city, the church, the state, the, the country, and you want to pray 
because you want to seek God because we know that if one can send a thousand flight, two can send ten thousand flight, we know that the more people pray together, we can just send the enemy scattering. That's what you know. So we want to pray for the right reason. We want to gather together for the right reason. And so don't think that because we had a prayer team to come up after service that, well, if I come up there, then I'm being noticed. No, they're not coming up here to pray to be noticed. They're coming here to pray to um, stand in the gap for you, to help you uh, in any needs you may have. They want to pray, but they're not, they're not interested in, in trying to impress anybody, okay, because they have reward in, reward in full. Verse 6, but you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will, will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do. For they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. Well, they suppose they're going to be heard. Well, we don't suppose we're going to be heard by our many words. We know that we will pray according to his will. He hears us. That's how we know. And if we know he hears us, we know we have the petition of those things we ask. That's what the word of God says. So that's what we want to do. Okay. Now, let's go down uh, to another verse that's very important. It says in Luke, in Luke chapter 11, here's another um, principle of prayer. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. It says, now, now this is when the, the, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and, and he finished, and when he finished, one of the disciples said, Hey, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. And he said, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name. And he gave him a pattern to pray. This is not something that you have to memorize and just say it over and over again every time you pray, but it's, we'll go over that another time. But there is a, a pattern here. But in verse 5, he says that, suppose one of you, and he hasn't stopped talking about prayer, has a friend, and it goes uh, to him at midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come from a journey, and I have nothing to set before him, and from inside, he answers and says, hey, do not bother me. The door is already closed and shut, and my children are in bed, and I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you anything because he is your friend, yet because of his persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, so now Jesus is saying, in this parable, I'm saying to you, he says, ask. And this ask is in the present imperative, meaning to keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, and it will be given to you. Keep seeking, keep seeking, 
and, it, and, and you'll find. Keep knocking, keep knocking, and it will be open to you. For everyone who keeps asking, receives. And to he who keeps seeking, finds. And to him who keeps knocking, it will be open. Now suppose one of you, fathers, is asked by his son for a fish. Will he not give him a, will, will, will he give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Oh, no. Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion, will he? Oh, no. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Keep asking. Keep asking. Keep asking him. And so God gives us permission to do what? Keep asking. Keep seeking. So you can, you can know that from Matthew 6, when we were talking about uh, vain repetition, he's not saying, hey, don't keep coming to me with the same thing. He's not saying that because otherwise he wouldn't have said, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep asking. Now, what, what he wants us to do is to realize that there is a prayer of persistence. Or some people say uh, a prayer of importunity. It's a prayer of shameless persistence. In other words, keep asking for it. Keep asking. And, 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 but there is also a prayer of faith. Also, that you can, God wants you to, when you pray, believe that you receive. He want, so there are, there are different types of prayers, and God wants us to know there, 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 are, uh, um, there is no pattern here that you have to say, this is the way it is. It can be nothing different. No, we've got to learn what God knows. Otherwise, you'll say, if, 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 if it were true that he didn't want no vain repetition, then we would say, oh, well, wait a minute. What happened to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Because what did he do? He, he went a little further. He loved him saying, okay, he prayed for fourth time. He came back. They were asleep. Hey, get up. What, can't you wait? Can't you tear for an hour? And he went away and he prayed the same what? Same thing again. Then he came back. Then he went back and said, prayed again. Same thing. So, so we know he can't mean that. Okay? So God is good, isn't he? He's good. So we're, we're learning some things, and, and we're being encouraged in some way. Uh, but now, this is, this is what we want to do. Um, while the people are getting ready to, for the communion, with those who are going to do communion, please come forward. And I'll tell you something. We need to pray. Okay? So if you, if you do that, that'll be, that'll be good. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.